Ready in 5, 4, 3, 2... Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You guys asked for it by popular demand. I have her back here. She's going to give us some knowledge, some real life wisdom. Please welcome... Mrs. Drew Pinsky. Thank you for having <laughs> Susan me. Susan Mrs. The Queen. Two to four times a week. The Beach Queen. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know if that's your title. But <laughs> I'm so I was happy. I wonder if I had a name. And now I'm very happy to know that I do. You're the Beach Queen. I'm so happy you're back. What does Drew call you now? The, it's some kind of a, a I don't know. It, it, it's like a Russian person oh oh yeah Ceausescu Pozetsku <laughs> I've decided to become a dictator I'm gonna take over the world <laughs> I'm but a uh, queen but you came in here you and Drew were having a marital tiff and I don't want to get into the details because that's between you and him uh-huh. but I thought it was so interesting because last week I had on a gay dad and he was like we do everything 50 50 and it's great and I and I was like wow is that true that and, would be heaven for you right because the truth is when you're with a straight cisgendered bro a dude it just doesn't it doesn't go like that there's 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 it's just a different dynamic no no it is different and women do all the lifting heavy lifting i think so here put the mic closer to your face with kids and um i don't know i mean how do you guys fight what's your fighting style we don't fight that much oh that's good i mean seriously we don't but i think um everybody is in this quarantine double quarantine right now which is basically stuck inside because it's so smoky outside and thank god for air conditioning i I don't know what we would do in california but but, but doesn't that just blow the smoke in we're just stuck (laughs) in our homes and we just have you can't you know your eyes itch you feel bad and and we're inside and we're trying to wait for everything to sort of lift and it's really getting on everybody's nerves i think so even ours i think so so you guys aren't big fighters and i think it's because you're lovers primarily (laughs) because let me tell you in a straight relationship i found that now a lot of women have been writing in and they took cues from you okay susan pinsky okay and the beeges have increased And a lot of women have been writing in saying... They feel better about themselves. They feel better about themselves, but that the men are happier. <laughs> yes. And you really started, I would say, a, a movement, a sexual revolution. Oh, here. I'm so happy to hear that. He actually yeah. asked for one right before cool. I came over. <laughs> he did. He, he asked said, me right as you were coming out, as you were going to leave. Don't you want to say that you did it before you <laughs> left? And I, <laughs> and I said, no, I don't want to mess this up. Mm-hmm. No. I just did my makeup. Yeah, duh. I mean, but don't you love but that? I, but I did 
think about it for a second. Oh my God, you're a real trooper. I know, I but you're I really worked hard because you know pulling well, you myself look, out of bed and putting on hair and makeup was a lot. Of work it, it's always me. a lot. But uh, but that's the true saint that you are. Is that you would even consider giving even, him a beach? I knew in full it would makeup. make him feel better and he'd be less of a dick today. But I didn't do it. I'll probably do it. Oh, and later. That, and that's why you got. But that's why you got into a tiff because see that's it. That's it. And I, yes, I, I tried it lately. I tried getting into this Has with the gay seemed guy. Has he a little off lately? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Oh. I was trying to get into this with the gay guy. I was like, now how do you manipulate your spouse? How and, and by that I mean, how do you regulate them? Because you know, as a wife, when you're with a straight guy, you, you give him a bead, you throw him a bone, right. and you've got 72 hours before the poison <laughs> filler goes back in their body. And, and they get crank, cranky oh. and they start fighting with you and shit. Yeah. So really, it's like the it's easiest way. It's actually been a few days, so I think that's part of the problem. That's that's all, all the problem. Well, only because I was mad at him for you were, something. And, and I then you I don't think I should talk about, but I No, don't, I don't give specifics. Just because it, we work closely together now and we work a lot together. And yes. it's just, I. but I'm blaming it on, I'm not blaming it on him. I'm blaming it on the experience of, what we're all going through in this quarantine yes and everyone's reacting differently and it i haven't been depressed the whole time like all of a sudden i was just like it hits you it finally hit you yeah i think so i think i went through anxious anxiety 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 i'm gonna do shit i'm I'm gonna go 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 and then i hit the wall depression depression (laughs) anger anger back and then back again so welcome to depression how is it yeah i i haven't had it in a long time since my kids were little yeah. You know, and yeah, I, yeah. I, that's I, a reason to be depressed. I haven't really, I mean, but I also, um, I don't know. I'm starting to feel like I'm a little too old for being cooped up all the time. I want to go out and live my life. You want to have fun. Yeah. You guys are finally at an age where the kids are grown. I want to go travel, have fun yeah. weekends out. I, t- I can't I wait. want the weekends. Yeah. And we, unfortunately some stuff came up and we couldn't go. And I was like, what, what we're doing? What? Like, who who's coming over with the cameras like and you felt like thanks for letting me know and you're upset with him now how can we still have to work that out we're still working out the details you'll work it out so now to get to get drew to comply and to make him happy you give him a beach what can drew do for you and and for the men listening what can a man do to manipulate his wife into doing things (laughs) into feeling better and being less of a bitch Um, basically you know being more amicable I don't know I I mean he was asking me what he could do for me to make me feel better and I told him I have no idea well let's think about it right now right here okay okay what do you value is it I'd make Tom pay me I want I want to go away for a few days without anybody oh I like that that's my thing that's huge I mean that's part of the whole reason why we've always had a good relationship is because he worked a lot and I had the freedom to go do what I had to do Okay. And I, you know, it's, it's like, I don't have to be like out, you know, partying or doing anything. I just want to like go to my apartment in New York and be by myself for three days. Oh, but you don't want him to come with you. You're saying that yeah. he gives you permission to go away. <laughs> yes. Well, Drew, give her permission. Let her get out of here. I mean, I, because he can't, he has to work all the time. He has all these things all set up and I can't do it. Okay. And I said, well, I think maybe I'll just go. And then I feel bad. Yeah. Oh, wait, like but he is letting kind of, you go, but you feel but guilty. But then he knows he's not going to get a BJ, so then he's bummed. Then he's bummed. Yeah. So it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. <laughs> I hear you in a dive. <laughs> 
Let's talk about. Now it's I, a little stressful at the Pinsky house. It's a little, you know, I think everybody's. But going I will go home tonight it. and try to make it up for him to him. It, you know, because just I feel like I could probably help him feel better. Well, that's the thing that 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 is the immense power of the wife is that you have the power to actually really placate the beast and take care of them sexually you can take care of their uh, food needs yes you, we have so much control over their states yes well yeah and if if we're happy and not causing chaos like if anything everything's just even and it's not bothering them then they're happy then they're happy yeah i don't like feeling like that i don't like feeling like i'm causing something you know right, i just uh, that's not my style yeah same. I, I get, you know, I get a little hot and bothered, but I think right now, like, we have all our roles, we're so tightly entwined right now. Mm. Well, it's tough when a couple works together mm -hmm. and you're married and you have kids. So Tom and I do all three. Oh, and by some miracle, we're still together and yes. we're still happy. So what is it? What do you think is your secret? Like, how I'll tell you what, real talk sex like you guys uh -huh. i think because you were courageous enough to verbalize that like hey i we fuck and that's <laughs> really important yeah and and drew has said it on uh dr draft or dark so many times like the woman is kind of like a, when a man where marries a woman he's saying i'm entrusting you with my sexuality for the rest of our lives yes it's a huge responsibility and i still like it i mean i still enjoy it yeah of course yeah you have to otherwise you're it's going to be tricky to be married yeah. someone you don't like it with yeah but i think effing is huge i think communication is big and also not communicating <laughs> i think it's what you don't say exactly keep it to yourself yeah yeah i shut up yeah, you don't have to say I, everything to i get you. it yeah no <laughs> yeah right sometimes you know less history more mystery right i think so like, and then if they to... piss you off just okay i'll get through this <laughs> <laughs> well i think they're just nagging is really like not yeah. a good thing there's and, things that you know about them you just know where it's going and you know well, if you start this argument where it's gonna go because you've been in there for 15 how many 40 years and fuck but it. but my problem is when he keeps bringing it up oh he so he revisits and i don't want to talk about it anymore Can and you i'm tell just him? like can you tell him like I don't want to have this conversation? I done. do, but I'm he done. doesn't let. He, he, he won't gets, let you. He get it. Yeah, we got. I said, wait. After today, we're just gonna let it go. Yeah, and just put it behind us. And, and he doesn't let it happen. He's is is Drew yeah, more? He does. Is he the emotional one in in the relationship? Is he more emotional than you? No, no. But I, it's just that I think right now that we're like I said, it's just an unusual time. It is like you know. Our men like to work. They like to do what they normally do. They like to go, you know, if we do go to New York, you know, he wants to go on TV. He wants to, you know, do his regular routine and everything's shut down. It's just really different where we're all trapped in our little virtual universe here, you know. Yeah. Fortunately, we have this. Yeah. Your, your mom, uh, Dr. 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 Drew after dark. Brilliant. No, and thank it you. It keeps thank him you. so. Your mom's house. You where can my have mom's him. At? You thank can have him. Mom. No, and you, at least you guys can. He gets to come here and he gets to be with another adult and he gets right. to be. I'm with the dog and, you know, it's all day long. And I think that, you know, like me coming here today, I thought would lift my spirits too. Oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. I, I certainly hope we can. I mean, I like to. I, I don't particularly love doing interviews. I love them sure. with you because you're 
really wow. funny and you're super smart and thank you I'm trying and Barely. I have some new fans and I really appreciate oh! you guys thank you well let me tell you Susan <laughs> if you want me to make your day I think you look amazing I I think your breasts are fantastic <laughs> I can't even she comes in here without a bra you're not even wearing a bra is that right no I mean I just eyeballed that shit <laughs> and I have to tell you if I came in without a bra it would not look that good oh it thank you look that good I well I can't really wear a bra with this it'll look weird I mean you look fantastic well I I appreciate that Christina yeah and you're I'm a nice old lady, lady. You're not an old lady <laughs> But let's see, do, do, I wanted you back because I, I want the wisdom. I want, you've been together 40 years? How long? Well, we have been together for 36 years, but we married 29. Okay. Let's go through it step by step. Oh, God. This is, a, this is a long history. This is like 40 years. Oh, I know, but I want, give I, me I give started me the thinking to tips. myself like, ah, oh, shit, I got to look at all this stuff. <laughs> well, give me the tips of like, how to keep it happy and how to keep things fresh, just marriage. But no, but you guys didn't, you weren't together for a long time before you had kids. Seven years. You? Seven years. You were, you were. So. And what, we, we had kind of a, I mean, we had a good relationship. It was long distance. So we didn't spend a lot of time together in, because he was working so much. And um, then when halfway through our relationship, it was like three years in, oops, I'm losing one of these. I don't need both of them anyways. Um, he he broke up with me because I kind of gave him an ultimatum. And then when he the, was the gone for marriage. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Just a sidebar here. <clears throat> My wonderful, beautiful friend, Ali Wong. I don't know if you watched was it her yes. first special. Yes. I love Ali. She has this bit about how women actually push the marriage thing. She goes, you know, what happens is. A woman nags a man. You nag him, you nag him, you nag him, you nag him to propose to you. And then he proposes to you. And he, and then you, to your friends, you go, oh, my God, he proposed. Can you believe it? And that is the truth. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure in some cases it is very spontaneous. Well, that happened later. But but, but when, the truth is women kind of have to nudge and nudge. And yeah, well, push. he left for nine months and he dated a bunch of random chicks and playboy no. models and, <gasps> he and like did yeah i playboy know i heard later from so people who these bitches yeah and he was like hanging around with stars because he was getting like more notoriety on so was Love he Line. on he was on k-rock it was during point. the whole uh what do they call it the not the rat pack but the brat pack oh. he was hanging out with those guys and kind of dumped his chick and oh hung out God. and then he became the chief resident and he bought a jaguar and a big screen tv uh -huh. I oh yeah can't even my mind is blown bro because <laughs> let me tell you like to me drew is it's like so this, weird i came back and he was, i love it this paternal like he's so together and he's such a sweet paternal <laughs> fig, like i don't a green see a jaguar. jaguar a green one i know an xj yeah one S of those big ones xjs like, yeah but that was in the big 80s fan. so they were big ones they i were, love jacks and and um so when we got back together, it was just by fluke somehow. By fluke. I, w I pined for him. I pined away. I, I waited for him. When he came back, I was dating somebody else, and he was a complete compulsive liar. So I just dumped the, his ass. And then came, and I told him, I said, listen, if the ex-boyfriend comes back, you're out of here. Wow. You said that to the dude? Uh, yeah. I was like, I love this guy. I he, he broke my heart. So anyways, we ended up getting back together by surprise. I had no idea it was coming. And he drove up in his Jaguar. Aww. And I was like, 
Nice wheels, man. Like, where you? What you been He's doing? Like, What's you up, K Rock Money? Making some? No, he was. Wor- well, no, he he became the chief. I don't know how. He's how like, the what's money, up? There wasn't a lot of it. Chief but, money. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what real people do in the world for but money. But he, yeah, I didn't have a lot of. He only made like fifty bucks a week at Love Line. But he yeah. was he. Then I went to his house, and he had like this small bedroom that was probably about maybe thirty by thirty with this huge big screen tv nice. like in the box one nice i know like, we're talking about back in the 80s where you pulled out the thing and it was like three different colored bulbs right no it Red, just was a huge box like it was it was so big it filled half the room <laughs> and then he had this little like futon couch on the side Hilarious. or whatever and i walked in and i was like what the fuck happened here like, but isn't that such is like this? straight guy thing i think tom's first apartment was like all tv yes and then a mattress on the floor he had a living room too <laughs> you know but he the tv was in the spare bedroom it was the funniest <laughs> thing i ever saw so i thought wow he's been just you know living the life here yeah. you know without yeah. me yeah and um then you know he we ended up you know m- moving in together i think like a year later i i was you know i had sort of changed my whole life i went back to college and he kind of liked that and you know we just he missed me but he it was just weird he wasn't a, it wasn't a perfect relationship and it was very difficult for me to get past the other women it was I like would be upset too super hard and then i you know i went to therapy and dealt with it and you know how i had a rough relationship with a previous boyfriend too it was kind of a it was sort of a battered woman situation yeah. so i was kind of in really low when i met drew and i you know he was amazing i mean he came out of nowhere so it just you know it just was hard to get through that and i don't i don't i had to suffer through it you know what i mean yeah yes sometimes you do have to lose a relationship and then go through it but it's wonderful that you guys came together and you were able to grow together yeah it was a lot of work and i and i think that our relationship is stronger because i didn't say everything i thought or felt yeah Yeah. like you said (laughs) yeah maybe that's just crazy well maybe that other chick who's (laughs) when i found the condom on the floor in the other room when we got back together you know who was that you know i never like said what was on my mind i was just like ooh. yeah you know but you guys were young i mean how old was he at that time we were he was let's see you're like 42 he was 26 yeah no 27 you're still like i know we were 27 and then um we got engaged when we were 30 and then we got married when we were 31 nice but it wasn't you know it was it's fine for me that he worked as much as he did because i like my space and we had a long distance relationship so we weren't with each other every night i like to spread out on the bed by myself i like to have that and um when he did love line five nights a week you know i'd have the evenings you know when the kids went to bed you know whatever you know once i could get them to bed but it was you know it was just kind of weird like now we're just like on on each other so that's a different dynamic so what you're saying it sounds like is that your marriage kind of worked on your both your abilities to have separate lives and identities outside of each other i think that's a huge thing for tom and i as well like we're good together yeah and he it's like i I knew some i had a boyfriend in college whose parents um what the wife was a flight attendant his mother was a flight attendant and so she said like well yeah i'm only here you know three days a week it's like having a new relationship every week and tom and i for a long time had that similar dynamic yeah but i think just being able to be alone yeah and not like i 
I always, um, I, I, it's not abnormal to think that, oh, gee, I want to be alone for a couple days. It's fine. Yeah. It's it good feels really you. good. But although now I'm, now that I'm a mom and I'm so used to having my kids around, like they went for a walk last weekend for about two hours and I was alone in the house and I did not know what to do with <laughs> myself for the first time. And when you have kids, it's different. Like, yeah, I didn't, well, like he would be home every night, you know, but when your kid's fly away it's like a little me time alone what so what is that like when you when they leave and when they're oh i don't even want to think about i don't know well i you know when they used to leave for college i didn't get um sad until jordan left because he was the he was the last one to go back to school because it was amherst would close in january because it was so cold and you know and as he got off the plane i could tell he didn't want to leave and it would make me tear up you know mm. but but it's it's so nice to know they're in a safe place and they're learning and i have the freedom to do whatever i want for four years and it mm -hmm. was and i would go travel and visit them drew wasn't always with me i mean i got to travel and it's you know that was a really fun part of my life i was 50 i was like my kids were all over the country i was flying around i was having fun and you know, Drew was working full time. He had like three TV shows and blah, blah, blah. And he was like super busy and super focused. So he wasn't worried about me, you know, and I'm, I'm just very independent. That's really nice. Yeah. Now we're like all closed up in the same house. All four of us. My daughter's in New York. So um, and I want them to be happy and safe and feel good. Yeah. You know, and I don't I don't have a problem with that, but it's just a different feeling. I bet. Well, I so think like I when I go to Laguna and. I'm away from that, you know, or New York. I get to just sort of. You get to be. Just hang out. I do the same thing I do at home. You know, I work or I go to dinner or I, you know. You work out. Brush my teeth. You work out. A little bit. You're exercising. Not. What's your exercise routine like? Uh, well, lately it's been shitty, but. Um, you do weights? I mean, I worked out my whole life, like a lot, but especially when the kids were little and stuff, I'd drop them off at school and I'd go to the gym. But it was That's really good. I know it's such a beautiful <laughs> like, thing. Oh, it's so cool. When they're like, oh, three of them, get rid of them. Yeah, I'm going to go, go, it's nine o'clock. Let's go to the, you know, the workout. And the, it's really sad because the gym that I went to all those years just closed. Oh. They had, their rent was like 65 grand a month. Oh my God. Yeah. And they had, it was a big <clears> gym. Crazy. It was like an Equinox size gym, but they built it over the years. And I was friends with mm. the, my trainers and they built this big business and they had to close because of COVID. It's so sad how things are going to shake out. Like, All with those the moms economy. I feel sorry for, but yeah. they can't drop their kids off at school yet anyways. So I know, but well, it, it's true. such a weird thing. It's a, like your routine is set and you know, like now, like I have a Peloton and a Pilates machine and I try to and do that. you have a reformer at home. Yeah. I bought it wow. years ago, years wow. ago. That is Paulina really was good. Doing ice skating. And you use it. You do it. I did. When the, when thing <laughs> first hit, amazing. my Pilates machine, Pilates guy would like, you know, do a video, do it via video. And I didn't, I didn't stick with it because it was, I was giving him 60 bucks every time. And I didn't know lot. if we'd have any money. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, don't I think this was before the PPPs came through, but I was like the PPPs, the, PPP. the business loans from the state. From oh, the government. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kept gotcha. me alive. It's, it's been really great, but they, but I, I got a Peloton. I, I ordered a Peloton before the, right before the <laughs> COVID hit. So it showed up. So I've done that like six times. Oh, <laughs> so you're not working out. I'm trying. Right yeah, I'm it's trying. tough. It's tough. I was going to work out the other day and I got a phone call from my renter in New York and the air conditioning was out. So I was on the phone for like an hour and I was like, well, there went my workout. Like, okay. 
but yeah. I do I do like to work out. I like to stay in but shape. But that sounds like so that sounds like another a hot tip is trying to stay in shape. I mean, you've always been slender. Those pictures that you brought in last time, like you look amazing. You've I was always... in better shape then. <laughs> well, fuck you now when you're 20. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, listen, I lost 10 pounds right in last year, right before December, because it was my 60th. I wanted to look great. I got in shape and, you know, I put back some of the weight. I'm kind of like giving up at this point, but I do try to jump on the Peloton and just do it. The pet, the Pilates machine is in a room that's not air conditioned. So, so forget it. You got to put that thing in an but air But Drew works out in the gym every day. And it's not air conditioned in there? No, but he goes out and lifts weight. And I could do that too, but I just, I don't know. It's kind of his You're little not space. Into it. No. Yeah, I've worked no. out in there too. It's and here's fine. another thing too, I think wives can benefit from hearing is like, Tom, I didn't realize this until this year when we moved into this new house. He's very territorial, mm-hmm. meaning like, he needs his own bare space. I didn't really realize the importance of a man's area. Right, like you right. said, like you're like, that's his thing. Like I hated that whole man cave era. I remember right. man cave. Right, right. Shut the fuck up. But I Well, Drew's gym is sort of that. Right. If but you want to know where he is, that's where he is. Yeah, and I and I understand it too. I mean, I have an office in our house too. But that's, that's why we built it because mine. he was leaving to go running or go Yeah, it's silly. When, when the kids were little and I was like, dude, you can't just take off for an hour and go running. I know. They don't And know leave that. me with the kids. Yeah. I like forget that isn't that hilarious by the way that you have to explain that to your husband so we bought equipment from the people that had the gym and when their gym closed he's like oh i wonder if they have any gym equipment we could get i was like Smart. i'm not gonna ask him that like <laughs> i know you're closing your business is in shambles can i have your equipment <laughs> at a discounted rate i mean i didn't ask i just told him they said that they were doing virtual training and i said thank you i'll give you a call if i'm interested yeah, that's but me. it it's like his little world is in there now and um I don't like working out with him, yeah. but it's so also let him kind have, of have the space dusty and dirty. It and is. It's a boy thing, but don't you love, it's interesting how, so the gay dad I had on last week was talking about women not communicating like quickly enough and efficiently enough their needs. And then you let it, he, he produces a lot of reality yes. shows, I should say. So he's actually really oh, yeah. familiar with this. Oh yeah. And like this example you said, I think Tom and I have had the exact argument when <laughs> like Tom, when we first had our, like Ellis, our first baby, he would just live life normally. Like, all right, I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go run, and then I'm gonna go to the thing, and then and I was like, hello, like I know you can't, fucker. Like, I wish I could go running yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, like they, shit. They don't even think that their life is changed. Well, when and, in New York we have a gym on the on the top floor, yeah, or ninety or the fiftieth floor or whatever, it overlooks, you know, the Freedom Tower, and I get out oh, there. That's, I, nice. that's why I got the Peloton because I like doing it there, and it's such a great gym, and it's like. It's like easy access to get up there, you know, and and that's like something that I he when he's there, he looks forward to. But I am also looking forward to that to but, getting away from but him. when he's home. It's like I'm, you know, putting shows together and he's on, his, you know, he's in the gym. He did. It's just Straight I mean, guys are the worst, aren't they? But I, I don't have little kids anymore and I can't. You can't you can't use. But that I built it so he'd stay at the house. Right. So that he wouldn't, you know just disappear if i needed him because if i needed him i, I wanted to be able to just disappear you can't get him back if they're on the arroyo and no. and that scares me too when he goes out there you know when he's jogging in the streets yeah it's dangerous yeah I, I know i don't like that either i'm i'm the opposite of you like i think i used to be more of like i need to be alone i don't mind going on the road for days and now 
I'm like a Brussels Griffon where <laughs> I'm always in Tom's lap. I'm demanding pets. I'm demanding love. I'm like, love me, hug me. I need Aww, to snuggle. Yeah, I'm very good. needy. I think, I think I'm, a, I'm emotionally, I'm, I'm opening up a little more. That's good. Where I need Is he other willing people. to give it? Not the cuddles. Now let's talk about that because maybe you can help me get the cuddles. Okay. Because he, you know that I get a foot rub every night. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> What, Tom? <laughs> Did Those, you say it again? I get a foot rub every night. For free? Do you have yeah, to? What do you have to and give? When for... I, I was mad at him last night, and I wasn't giving my feet. He goes, "Give me your feet." And he grabbed him, and he started rubbing them. Okay. <laughs> now you don't have to bribe him to get that. You no. don't have to. No, it's just when we're watching Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, good show. God. And, Hold on. He Hold actually on. looks forward to that because well, then he can... It, so I'm he, calling my husband right now. <laughs> Every night, you say? Yeah, while well, we're watching TV. And when did this start? Uh, about 30 years ago, I guess. Oh, my God. So I have to train him earlier, is what you're saying. Oh, he's Tom's alone with our two kids. He probably can't answer right now. <sighs> Fuck, bitch. I'm so mad. <laughs> he's going to hear about this. I got a phone call from you guys when Josh was here I guess uh, the other day and I was in a bad mood. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Did I sound oh, mad? Hold on. hold on, here he is. What's going on? Well, I'm here with Susan Pinsky and I just wanted to run something by you. I, I brought up our cuddling issue, our cuddling deficit rather, and mm -hmm. she casually <laughs> mentions that Drew gives her a foot rub every night, unprompted. Is that something I could negotiate with you? Having trouble hearing you right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe if that uh, foot rub leads to dick touches, See? Deal. But that's what I'm saying is that, that she doesn't even put out, and Drew willingly does oh, that. Oh, she puts out. That's already. <laughs> We've learned that, yes. She does yeah. put out. But I put out, too. I've been, and by the way, since Susan's last appearance, I've been putting out more regularly. How's that going, it, Tom? See? Yeah, I know. You need to start spending more time with Susan. <laughs> <laughs> But I put out very frequently, and um, anyway, I'm just throwing it I'm out so there. I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad. All I right. didn't want to ask Jesus. you how that was going. No, it was going great. All right. I love you, Tom. Good luck. Love you, too. Bye. Now, he just had his vasectomy, which was really huge. Oh. Yeah, I know. I heard that's hard. It is. But I, I have to that's milk him. Of, that's a lot of frozen peas. It's a lot of frozen peas, and he um he has to get to 20, 20 loads oh. before we can really start to party right and oh i think i had something about but do you have to help him well i have been helping that's oh, my good. duty that's You're... what i'm saying i'm out of foot yes rub. no that's awesome and then how can i get him to cuddle because he claims he's too hot and he really empirically is hotter <laughs> than most humans i but i, I need the cuddle susan who my clothes off that's what i fucking did he uh. was naked and i i'm not naked but he had like his boxers on <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Does he like foot rubs? Tommy? What do you mean? I have to give him one to get one? Is yeah, I don't give. Drew, Drew doesn't like them. Nope. I'm really lucky. I'm really yeah. lucky that way. Well, I'm like, let me, feet you want my rubber? He's like, no, nah, I don't like it. I don't think I do a good job, but he does a really good job. Well, men's feet are crusty and, and crumbly and Yeah, I know. Nasty. I feel like I should reciprocate. He's like, no, you can do no, other stuff later. They want you to massage other parts. I know. The I know. lingam. Okay. But I don't, but there's no, I don't have to pay him back every night. No, like, no, no. It's not every night. But I do appreciate it. And I think that he will very it, it it was a really good thing in our marriage it's 
Rain yeah, or because shine? it does something to me. I said I when he when the kids were little, yeah. and he'd you know do his thing, and then he go, "Do you want anything?" I'll, I'd go, "You know what? I'd rather have a foot rub." Because I really probably can't do it right now because there's kids banging on the door. Oh, yeah, that's And you worst. can rub my feet and nobody will know. So that's how you set up the foot rubs. So Maybe, and I just I just didn't feel like I could, I just didn't want to wait around. To... This isn't really, so what you're saying is when your children were little, you would give him a beach and then he would say, is there anything I can do for you? And you're like, honestly, like, uh, when I hear my kids. I don't kids, think I gave him a beach then, but I probably gave him sex. Some Some sex, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, oh, you didn't, uh, you don't seem satisfied. Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. And then you were like, I don't feel sexual because I don't, when I hear my children screaming outside the door. Yes. It is like, the, it it's literally, hard. it's like negative Douglas sexual had this thing, vibes. he knew exactly when we were having sex. He'd come oh, to the door. Of course. It's like amazing. your children know when you don't want them around. And you don't want them to hear you. It's or so disgusting. accidentally walk in. Oh, I'd throw up. So what you're saying is you could barter that. Okay. Well, when he gave me the foot rub, I say... I'd rather sometimes I'd rather have this than an like, orgasm when the kids are banging on the door. I like because it feels tactic. so good. It's just like an orgasm. I would for say, me. yeah, it's really relaxing. It is. He's good at it. now. I think he's just so used to doing it. He he has to have something to do. I like this. It's training. Yes. So you initiate it early yes. on as a reward, and then you positive reinforce it. You should let it. him give you a foot rub. <gasps> and then when you're watching your TV shows, because usually Tom chews You'll on his like, fingers. You'll be like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, he's like gnawing. Now, and instead of that, I'll be like, why don't you rub my feet instead of gnawing yeah, on yeah. your hands? And, and then, then and then the thing about oh, I like that. Drew is he's a he's a biologist, so he knows like all the little the reflexology and the, stuff. Yeah, he can get right in there. Smart. I like that. This he saved my feet. I probably would have had arthritis at this oh, point. Oh, wow. I, yeah. So this question uh, Drew wanted me to save for you. It's uh -oh. even asterisk down here. Save for Susan. <laughs> okay. Dr. Drew recently found your podcast and I'm enjoying their content very much. In one, you mentioned having a radical prostatectomy. And I was wondering what your estimate, your estimate for recovery to full function is slash was. Also, what you did slash recommend to assist in your recovery thank you for any insight you can didn't get. i talk about this on the last show well, let's talk about it some more <laughs> not about not enough well it was really weird because they the, the first doctor we went to was not very good apparently oh. and um i i don't want to mention who it is but drew was really comfortable but i went into his office and he gave me this book that said you're literally going to have to start working on it after the day after surgery or the day of surgery or something like that in the book, right? Working on it. So I went to... Wait, what does that mean? Where, like, like start... Like bagox. Getting start the, the blood flow right. back in there, right? Gotcha, gotcha, and bro. as a wife, you should you should support your man and help him blah, yeah, blah, blah, right? So this was in this book, right? Yeah. And then my daughter had a, a nutritionist who used to get... Louis Vuitton bags off these boats and I was in there picking up a bag and she said that one of her um, clients came in with a like a, a penis pump hmm. one of her things and she's his nutritionist he pulled it out and showed it to her and she's like dude I'm your nutritionist I don't need to see this and he, <laughs> he goes I'm a lawyer and I'm gonna sue the guy that did this to me and I went I go you know find out who this guy is right the doctor next day find out it's the same doctor right <gasps> so but I thought it was pretty funny that, you know, it, this is how I found out. And he was supposed to have surgery like the next week mm. after the next weekend. And I didn't tell him. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I called his manager and I go, we have to cancel this. This guy's not touching him. 
you know, yeah. he's going, this will be bad. So first of all, you have to get a great surgery. Yeah. You know, you have to have the right person who does the robotic surgery, who only does robotics and is really good at it. So we ended up getting a, a new surgeon and I went into him and I said, okay, I read this book that said that I would literally had to be in the operating room after it was over and start helping him get an erection again. Wow. And he looked at me and goes, I don't want you touching him for a month, okay? I don't know what you're talking about. I said, oh, I thought I was going to have to like show up in the hospital with my little nasty nurse outfit on yeah. and go, come on, honey, let's go. And I was like, I was like, I mean, I was like, oh, thank God I we got a better doctor. I don't know what would have happened. So I guess it, it was like, yeah, I had to wait like a week or a month or a couple of weeks. I can't remember now because it's been a while. And we had a we had a daily routine like at noon. He had to we had to work on it, you know. Work on it. He had to get a boner. Yes. Wow. And he was he was very very, well you know. And I have these psychics that I was working with at the time, and Drew's father had passed away already, mm. and he was like making fun of his his balls or something in one of my readings or something. <laughs> And, and I was like, so he Drew was very proud of the fact that he had nice, big, nice balls balls afterwards. Yeah. yeah. He was so scared that well, it wasn't going to work again. Yeah. yeah. And so I just took it for the team, went in and just did it every day at the same time. Every day. You, hold yeah. on. For how it long? It was a little weird at first because there was blood coming out and stuff. And it kind of grossed me Wait, out. Wait, hold but, on. <laughs> You gave him bloody beeges? Well, we, I didn't know stuff. Stuff doesn't come out after a while, but after the surgery, there's still yeah, stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, there's still stuff. You're so it's probably pipes. a yeah. really good idea for whoever that yeah. person is sure. to maybe see if you can release your chamber a couple times so it Manually. doesn't end up in... It It was a little... It made me a little queasy, but yeah. I'm not a good... I'm not a medical person, so... Yeah. But I I worked it, and it, it took... I mean, he could... It worked. I it mean, worked. It, yeah, you, you you beached him back to health. Yeah, you have to. You, you did. have to really put some you, effort into it. You are such a good wife. I feel sorry for people that don't have a mate that go through this though. Because yeah, I mean, you'd have to tough. watch a lot of porn, I guess, or something. But Every day at noon. Yeah. So, did you guys have lunch before or after the beach? <laughs> did you watch Jeopardy? Did you grab a glass after? of wine first. <laughs> yeah, like. Well, Twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Come on, honey, yeah. let's go. No, was I, it I did it sober. I, I, yeah. I didn't mind it. Was and so fine. you're, but why noon? What he was, was the... so worried. Like we, you know, I mean, we had to use a lot of vibrators and stuff sure. while he was out, and he kind of got into that. It was fun, and we, you know, I tried. He you was worried the about me not being Hold happy. On. You put a vi What did you do with the vibrator? For me. In his, okay, yeah, sure, sure. So sure, when sure. I was when I was not getting sex for like a month, or oh, yeah, whatever you had it was. To... I can't remember if it was two weeks or if it was a month or. Sure. But he was. It scared him, and the book was scary too. And then I, my nutritionist friend, was like. You know, show, telling me about this guy with the pump, and I thought, oh, hey, they. Yeah, like, you better get in there, girl. Yeah, you I had to save work your dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, hey, man, that's admirable. High five. Yeah. I'll tell you something that, because that's a fear. Like when Tom had his vasectomy, I was reading online about, like, you know, 0.00 whatever percent of men have no erections or what if this freak anomaly thing happens oh, I know. and like I know. that's your marriage bro and I, like, I swear to god i wanted to send a, a gift basket to that doctor yeah. i was i met him in the elevator going up day of the surgery and he was a sort of small asian guy 
uber nerdy. Yeah. Really the best doctor. Kind, the best he kind jumped of into the elevator. The other guy kind of was embarrassed that I asked him about having to jack yeah. my husband off after sure. the thing, right? This guy jumped in the elevator and he was all perky and he's like, I go, hi, I'm Mrs. Pinsky. And he goes, I'm very excited for today. Everything's going to go great. And I have a 0% failure rate. Right. And I am so happy and we'll talk to you later and i never saw him again i was like it was like it was like the wizard of oz it was what? like this like a little munchkin jumped yeah. in and told in brighten my day and and he was right he had a really really good outcome well and he did and i think i think it must be too because of you lovingly b bringing him back to life <laughs> with your mouth kisses i mean on his i painter. think is that why drew gave you that question i think so he, i think he wanted he's me to give me kudos i think so that i appreciate that I honey think so. i do especially you know because now I feel like I have to go home and make it up to you. Oh, because you guys had a tiff before. No, we're not having a tiff. Yeah. We're just under stress like the rest of this fucking yeah. country. Yeah. And anybody who's living in quarantine with your loved ones day in and day out. Oh, it's a nightmare. For nine months now. What has it been? Eight months? We're all... Oh, it's, 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 it's... 2020 is the wasted year. I'm just going to write this year. I, know, I thought 2016 just, sucked. This yeah. one's even worse. This just doesn't exist. For me, like, <laughs> I'm going to, I can't wait to delete this year from my memory <laughs> file. Like, I'm never going to look back. If and we can all just learn to how to give blowjobs, that would be the best thing for everyone. You know what? I don't think you're wrong. I know. I, I do think you're right. Because imagine all these angry jihadists, like these boys <laughs> who can't get a girl and then they they're sworn they're promised virgins right oh, all these frustrated sexually frustrated oh yeah for young sure. boys yeah. in in that i'm serious oh like, i know imagine if they could just they can't a, look at women because they're all under burkas. yeah there's something to this of being oh, of yeah. being sexually free with your partner and it's, why not give it to them why yeah. not be oh no open yeah, definitely and and i just you know i want all men to know that they're worthy you know yeah that it's not women can be pretty mean and but you know on the other side i always think about women that have to like remove their breast and Oof. what they have to go through afterwards you know they don't even put in fake boobs and do all that stuff because women don't care as much but men in their dick is just <laughs> the thing you know and they've lived with it their whole life i understand now because i'm on testosterone and i understand how that works it's yeah. like a little more clearly well, and yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I you do too. And I like the fact that you do. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's nice. Am I talking too much? No, not at all. Okay. Um, I think it's great that you guys have a healthy sexual relationship. I think it's important. I think people need to talk about the importance of sex. It's funny. I was just thinking about, I have a friend who we text each other our updates. Like I just put out this weekend. I put out twice this weekend. <laughs> I put out because we know that. Like, I feel I, better about myself. Yeah. Like I think this whole like happy wife, happy life bullshit too. It's also happy husband. Yes. You get the fucking chores done. And <laughs> he doesn't grumble. I don't know what the saying is. Oh, Help me think of a saying. Puppy look on his eyes. Like, Ooh, <laughs> had it in a while yeah like, like you just have to drain that poison out of them and then they're like civilized beings you it's know? crazy they're so much easier to deal with if and you he's, milk you them. know he's fun to have sex with he's, he has a nice big one so okay it's fine. Well, i'm gonna throw up so i try i just don't think of dr <laughs> you know my cat would say that all the time you know that's that, that he has i don't know i don't know you didn't know, I don't know you know it's funny because like i've met so many sex therapists over the years you know emily morse and simone bian and you know love line and you know i've been friends with them like we're friends and i've listened to their shows and how they you know 
Emily Morse is an amazing sex therapist. I mean, she has an amazing podcast and, you know, we're friends and it's, it doesn't bother me to talk about it. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I mean, Loveline sort of turned that leaf for me. I didn't ever talk about sex before. I liked it, but I didn't talk about like my sex life and I wasn't proud of it. You know what I mean? I was like well, afraid of it. I, I agree. I think I was afraid of it until I really, and this is so bizarre, but until I had children and until my body became less private yeah how do i put this like you know when you when you have when you're going through ivf or you're yes. you have you you when you're pregnant you literally have hands up your cooch oh i know i was a every science project freaking week <laughs> yeah you're like well let's check that and then some other guy comes in my turn and then the whole like the whole hospital gets a chance to finger you yes. and and after you give birth and you're just open and on the table and your, uh, yes. your boobs are different and your it vagina gets you. cut or whatever right the, like now I'm just so appreciative that I even have anything left. I'm like, oh my God, I did this twice. My body was just a, exploited and expanded and cut. And and I'm just so happy that it's together. Oh, oh and me like, too. You know, and, and, I, and I also like once you give birth in front of another person twice. Right. And he's seen it explode and oh, he's yeah. seen everything. I'm like. It's all yours now, honey. Yeah. It's kind thank of you like. For, thanks for wanting me. Yeah. Like you bought it, dude. This yes. is your package. You take this shipwreck. Oh my so, God, I agree. Yeah, I, got, I had got 17 people in the way in the uh, emergency or in the room. At least I didn't have to do it vaginally. Oh my God. That would have been adding insult to injury. But motherhood too, like I think what it did for me was make me, I know people are always like, I don't give a fuck. Like I think that's too aggressive. I think what I would say is like, I'm not thinking about other people's judgment as much as I used to before I had kids. Because now I'm just like, I don't care. I just want my boys to be good and happy. I want right. to care about, I can't, my focus is, my priorities are like home, children, husband, yes. my own little world. But I think you're you're also in a different era than like in the 80s. We were still we st still had parents that were from the 50s and the 40s, and like my mother sort of controlled my feelings about sex and mm. what was good or bad, and it to you know have sex with a lot of partners was bad so you didn't talk about it you didn't you know yeah. you might do it but now like everybody's like well yeah i fucked 100 guys before you know <laughs> i know i know because my mother used to tell me she said you do whatever you want but don't tell talk about anybody <laughs> right right like there were always hoes there you go nadav <laughs> We were, we, there were always sluts, right? Sluts, whores, but women less just. History, more mystery. Shut it up. Yes. Yeah, you shut up about it. And now there's a My grandmother thing. used to say that too. Yeah, because it's truth. There was truth in it. And I, I believe there still is, quite honestly. I don't know everybody needs to know all your numbers and what you no, do. I don't but, think so. But it's nowadays, tacky. like, women are more free about it. You yeah. see it on TikTok. It's like yeah. everywhere. And I don't you know i don't think drew really wants me to talk about his sex life but i mean it sort of has been mentioned throughout the years anyways you know well and i think we're in an era that doesn't have shame and i mean that in a good way and a bad way so it's a shameless era which yes. is kind of great because you have people coming out being like 
you know, I'm a trans. I right. I'm into right. BDSM. It's I'm, even more radical. Yeah, and we don't we don't like women look like an afterthought now. Yeah, like oh, you <laughs> yeah. use your pussy as a weapon. <laughs> I know. I know. You know. <laughs> so what? I know. <laughs> you should see what I do, and look at me. Oh. Yeah, it all and I'm going to talk about it very openly, and even if you don't want to hear it, but yeah, it's, yeah. But so that's women a good are very. Thing. But women have that freedom now, and I think when. In the 70s, you know, when the whole sexual revolution started and the 80s, yep. you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm into this shit. But we we still were afraid and we wanted feminism to come through and give women rights to to be in charge of their bodies and have the right to have multiple par partners and not have to get married. Like my mother wanted me to get married so bad, mm -hmm. like my cousins, but they were all pregnant before they were married. I was like, I'm gonna wait till I find the right guy. And <laughs> that I was, was in my 30s. Revolutionary. It was, it was really something beyond her belief. And I was the black sheep of the family because I had sex with more than one guy. Yeah. And so I had to keep it a secret, you know, yeah. everything. I mean, three Porsches showed up every week at my house. I mean, there was a good <laughs> chance there was some, something was going on. My dad was smarter than she was, but um, it didn't, you know, it didn't fade. I liked having my sexuality and I think when Drew was doing Loveline I mean I was on Loveline before he was and I was on uh, you know a part of that whole scene um while I was doing it I really respected the fact that he could give such sound advice to people that oh needed help and I always felt like the two of us were pioneers of of openness about sexuality Most definitely and I will say too what I find really sad in American culture is that once you become a mother it's like now you're just a mom and your vagina shuts down and you're no longer a sexual being. That's what it feels like. <laughs> well, that's what it does feel that way, especially when they're super young. But if you look at Europe, which is where the, the model that I was raised on, the European woman, that no, this is this is when life begins. Like exactly. you can be sexual at 50, 60, 70, 80 yes. until you drop dead. You're a sexual being. Well, now because of hormone replacement and stuff like that, like for men, men are going to keep going till they're 90. Yeah. That's what Drew said. Yeah. They want to fuck everything. Viagra. So, yeah. I mean, you they take get, the and they had Viagra. Yeah. I mean, women were, women now have that opportunity. So it's, it's kind of funny. It's, and you can also become a transsexual or, or, or a, what is it when you transition? Transsexual. Yeah. Right? Tra yeah. Trans yeah. I mean, if you're man, a woman and you want to become a man, yeah. you can do that too. And there are, I mean, I know, a, I know someone who transitioned, yeah, in, in his mid fifties and you know, the thought was like, oh, that sucks for him. Like, I wish he could have been able to, to do, do it that earlier. sooner. Yeah. But like, some people hey, just he did. look like they should be men, and they do it, and it comes out really well. Yeah, yeah. It's and wild. then some some men do the opposite, and it comes out really well too. Wouldn't you love to have a peener for a day, <laughs> just to see what it's like? Just to see what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> I would just for one day, and then give it back because I don't want a penis forever. <laughs> you can strap one on. It's honey. not the same. I don't think it's the same, right? Uh, I don't have you really... seen those ones. They're like really big and they like come everywhere. Oh, all no. of... yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. That does not appeal to me. But I, want, but I want the sensation. Like I want to know what it feels like for them. Yeah, to get yeah. a boner. Because I do know they're so obsessed with their junk, but I think it's because it's out there and it's always moving. No, and changing it feels. It's a, and... now that I'm on testosterone. It yeah, all of a sudden me. it'll just it'll it'll wake you up. It's like hello, sexuality. It's time. Your boner, yeah, your lady boner. Yeah, is you like, get Dude. that too. Um, if you have too much testosterone, sometimes like when you first get oh. it and stuff, it's like I gotta have sex now. 
you just you it's get time. overcome with yeah the testosterone does something with your brain and it it just causes you to want to jerk off on something and that is so amazing it's amazing it's and it like, feels good too the thing is is you if you know it's gonna feel good why wouldn't you want to do it yeah i know I, of course 100 percent. and do i it, mean it does do it. feel good and do it with your husband don't fuck around and when you have kids and stuff it's like oh God. Yeah, and then exactly, when you and then yeah. when you do it you're like why didn't we do that more often i know like because you don't want to like when you have, i have a two and a four-year-old and i don't like the, i put them down you finally they're finally in bed and it's like the last thing <laughs> on the agenda but the, so you just fucking do it. Just have a glass of wine and power through it. And you're so glad you did. I don't think I've ever had sex with my husband. Just do the sloppy sex thing. Just do, just just do something. Yeah, yeah, just whatever. whatever. Just put it in. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I've never cool. been, I've never thought. Zombie I, sex. Yeah, I've never been like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm never not regretting having that. Do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. never go, oh, we shouldn't have had sex because now our marriage is better. And my husband's happier <laughs> and everything's great for the next 72 hours. God. No, I was I was kind of a nice queen for a while, but, but I, yeah, but I feel bad triplets, now. I have to triplets. make up for it. I know. I don't want to fight with him because I feel bad. He's, he's a good guy. He's he a great doesn't guy. deserve for me to just turn into a raging lunatic during a quarantine smoke you're so storm. sweet i like how you've come full circle like when you came in here you were totally agitated this is marriage though and then <laughs> you talk to someone else you get it out and then you're like oh, i know i really bad. needed I somebody to you. talk to i did and i don't want to dump it on his manager or dump it on there's like people i just it's none of their business i don't want to talk about it no i know but you know i'm not gonna tell but you know i've, I've done this listen. for i've been with them for so long that it's just like I realized how much I did to keep this relationship together and how much patience I had and and that you know I mean even if I wasn't mm. really sexual when they were when they were young yeah, I was holding up the fort he was traveling all yeah, over the country no, no, no. you guys were making your empire that's a different thing man that's okay you're not expected to be a goddess then but now no. now things are different but the patience that you need that's to have huge. as a mother or or even a significant other without kids huge you know you just you you have to just I guess I'm just kind of I wasn't a martyr but I was just like very protective of everything that he wanted you know yeah kind of gave it to you him. you know what's interesting you say about patience but because, he did it for me too so. yeah they do it to you that, that's the thing is we, you know I joke on this show but it is reciprocal and that's the only reason you stay in the marriage it isn't obviously. always but sometimes oh, the women sorry, just get so mean and they don't they don't want to they don't support it's like the new feminist beliefs are more like this is a little running, but it's okay um we did a lot of cocaine is it you. is it dripping can you we see? got so ripped okay. uh what do you mean you think fe you think fe i you think, think the current feminism is too mean yeah what, what do you think it want, let's talk want about 50 50 you know and you know what's interesting so gay dad on last episode said it's possible to do the 50 50 and is. i said to him my retort was I believe that with two men, because they both earn the same income, and right. you guys can choose who stays home. Right. You can choose who's going to pull back on their career and stay home with right. the child. Men and women were still not equal pay. No. So it's really. I could never meet that requirement. Like no. I was a travel agent, and we we're sitting with the bookkeeper at the end of the year, and and he goes, I was like, when the kids were little, I was trying to do something, and I said I made ten thousand dollars this year. And I was so proud of myself yeah. because yeah. I worked on that all by myself. And it wasn't easy because in those days you didn't make that much. Yeah. And, and he goes, ah, it's just a hobby. <gasps> the bookkeeper. Fuck him. And I was like, I was crushed. I was like, oh, wow, you really put me in my place. Like, mm. thanks. Thanks. Like, I, I am also raising 
three kids alone half the time okay yeah. i'm sorry he made a million dollars and i only made 10 grand well excuse it's me it's stupid but first of all but i can see how women could get even mad if they're not making the same amount of money and they have to do all you know well it's it's trickier so the dynamic is is it's very tricky especially when both of you so now that we're in this in-between phase i would say so women are still making less on the dollar than they like to work but they like to work so now we're in the workplace but the roles are still not necessarily totally equal at home in some people's situations someone who make more and they and work and they, they still make, have to do all the work still, at home. and they do that what's called the mental load so that's making the appointments for the children when's the next doctor's appointment right uh so-and-so has this lesson on this day and exactly. that, 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 that mom still t carries all that but the, my gay dad was saying riaz brilliant beautiful wonderful riaz he's like well just fucking ask them you know basically right make the man have more responsibility yes but and that that's he, but then yeah you but have why, to kind of train them definitely yeah you have and, to train them uh, well but see i'm not those people so i can't speak for them but right. i know that I know that, you know, it's it's hard on all levels for the mother because she's the mother. Right. There's the expectation that we, and we are yes. in charge and of if, everything. Even though you work nine to five and you're bringing in all the money or the opposite, it just, it, it's never easy. If It's great if you have a partner that works with you and you can get along and you can make it work. It's never equal though. But here's the deal. Let's say I take more of the load for the kids. Or a nice family system. That a nice family system in. that accommodates. Tom takes more of the mental load for like the income and for accounting or whatever, the business right, end right. of it, because I'm occupied with the kids. So you kind of pair off. You, right. you kind of say, all right, you take this and I'll take that and then we'll right. meet. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Like Ali Wong, to bring her up again, because I just adore her. I love her. She's <laughs> the best. Um, but she, she she's makes a funny. ton of money. So she's kind of leading the charge on this right. thing of like the oh woman God, earning some more. some good jokes. <laughs> yeah. And the husband, um, but her husband's brilliant too. You know, it's, yes. it's like, well, you just kind of go with what makes logical sense. If right. someone's the bigger breadwinner than that. In, in Allie's case, it's Allie. Right. You know, and how's she doing? She's great. She's oh, the good. best. She's, you know, she's quarantining with her family and <laughs> like everyone else raising her kids and focusing on those hey to your to your raising triplets that is nothing to sneeze at i know and, and that, that 10 grand was a lot of work a, a <laughs> lot of work but i'm saying that and i do the accounting and i do man and well, i was helping well, manage his career, but i think so. there's there's also sadness in poo-pooing the role of the stay-at-home mom because there is there is yes. nothing more important than raising right children it it that's it's everything if you yeah, screw that that was it i was a stay-at-home mom and it was but there's it's a lot underrated. of pride in that it is underrated and i do feel like for women that choose I mean, to I do help that, i mean i was lucky but it it's still, I mean, it's still hard even if you have help it well yeah matter. it's the mental part like just being able to walk away from it from it for 10 minutes and let the other partner take over like just so you can have a little bit of me time where yeah. you're not thinking about everything I found that playing craps was a really good way for me to relax. <laughs> playing craps. Yeah, we would go to Vegas and I would just play craps because I wouldn't think about my kids. I don't know why. It just somehow yeah. blocked it. It, but that doesn't that didn't happen very often. Yeah. You know, once in a while we would go away and do something together and stuff. But I, you know, I think that there's so many situations and 50-50 would be a perfect situation perfect for, world yeah two gay men definitely i know we just have to become gay guys yeah i know way. but then neither one of them it didn't come out of one of their bodies you know that's and that's what i thought too with him i was like yeah but 
I think the difference with the mom wanting to take more response, because ultimately it starts with you, right? You're right. the one that sacrifices your body. You're the one that sacrifices your time. You're the one that like, you're not getting out of bed for a while. Like you're fucked <laughs> and they get to live their life as normal, normal, exactly. normal. So it starts you're also mom. this way. Like you can split, the kids can split their emotions evenly between two men. Mom is still mom. Because we, they came from you there's, there's something, something about it yeah they just mo they want moms they always yeah. want mommy first yeah i think it's like everything down to our smell to your being your body they right. if they if you breastfed like they were on your breast they like, trust you yeah 100 they yeah. love drew because he was fun yeah, yeah he was the fun guy you know yeah we would take pictures, we'd get like family pictures taken and then it would always end up being him and the kids because they were happy because I was like this. <laughs> I looked Tired like I wanted to mom. kill, I wanted to kill somebody. Why are we no. taking these pictures right now? Like, but it oh, was- Oh, look how cute you guys Well, are. that was, yeah, that was I love the, the pants. <laughs> Don't you love the pants? Of, the mom this, jeans? The late, is this the early 90s, late 80s? That was 1992? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were about six months old. So there, cute, maybe? look how Eight great months. you look. Oh, God. And I love these pants back then because they were so <laughs> yeah, forgiving. For Muta shorts. Yeah, they're great. Oh, I know. Aww. But that that place was, that was a Where horrific hotel. Where was this, hotel. Hawaii? Yeah, I can't remember. Embassy, uh, Embassy Suites, remember those? Yep. I've and, stayed in a few. In Maui. And it would, there was a sewer plant across the street and then it got flooded and I was just worried that we were going to be walking in sewer water. <laughs> oh, God. Nightmare. But you guys are brave to go on vacation with six months. We had a nanny, triplets. too. Smart. Yeah, we had to have three sets of arms on the on of the course. Plane. I know that's crazy. a funny picture. It's cute. Brings uh, back those memories. You want to have more kids or what? You know, do never. I have dreams about it. Night I nightmares, have nightmares or dreams. <laughs> You're pregnant. I'm pregnant, I, and I like. What uh, am I gonna do? What yeah. am I gonna do? I guess it is what is it is, and then it's like, how could this happen at my age? Like, I don't understand. And then I was like. I wake up and I'm like, phew, thank God. But I'm really, I'm serious. I have those dreams because I've been watch, watching the Derricos. Oh, have you that? seen that? Uh -uh. The people with like 16 kids? No, fuck off. Oh, yeah. I hate these people that have too many kids. It's They have a what show on, on TLC too, and it, it gives me nightmares. Why do they have so many kids? Was it a, Look was at it a fertility blip? They have, they just keep having Are them and religious? having them and having them. Um, they say some of them are natural or I don't know, but they, it's like after they had 13, did they have to have three more like, or I 11, bet. they had to have three more. And the last one that they just recently had, They're cute though, the, at least. um, awesome Dawson mm -hmm. Dawson is, has some, had a heart problem and I think it's mentally not going to work out mm. but and all these other kids are just they're so adorable the way they're raising them and they're making them all but oh it's this is going to be a long series this That's is going to be a no i know Ugh. but i have dreams i have nightmares every time i watch the show i have nightmares when i'm <laughs> pregnant. pregnant and, and then drew goes like, do you want to watch the derrickos tonight oh no i can't, no. I can't do it. <laughs> okay and i think this is a great time to take a break from my interview with susan to do a brand new segment i'm super excited about it is sponsored by michelin and it is all about driving with kids sponsored by michelin learn about the michelin cross climate two tires right now at michelinman.com so moms, we all know driving with kids is nothing but 
an adventure. I want your stories. Submit them to me. The horror stories, the good, bad, and the ugly. Send your stories to where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Let's hear. We have some great stories. Let's hear the first one. Go ahead, Native. Hi, Mommy Tina. I'm calling to share a story about being in the car with my kids. So when my daughter was about two years old, um, she started to not enjoy car rides, but we had to take a car trip up from Southern California to Northern California to, to visit my father-in-law. So on the way, she cried the whole time unless we played one of these two songs, either Call Me Maybe by Charlie J- Ray <laughs> Jepsen or Elmo Song, a popular song on Sesame Street. No. Both songs are highly annoying. <laughs> I've never heard either one of them. Um, but the only way, literally the <sighs> only way she would calm down and not cry is if we had one of those two songs playing. So for hours straight, uh, that's what we had to listen to. It was it was awful. Um, if you if you don't want what I'm talking about, just play one of those two songs for <laughs> about ten seconds, and you'll see what I mean. But to this day, I oh. can't hear either one of those songs, or even really think of either of those songs without feeling really really sick inside. Um, anyhow, <laughs> sick thanks inside. so much. Uh, keep them high and tight, oh. and thanks for being the best mommy. Aww. All right, take care. Bye bye. Well, thank you for that. I think that's how they uh, torture POWs is playing music over and over. I heard a story about them um, military playing Britney Spears music to the enemy and that'll wear down anybody uh it's the worst I think my my kids right now um my older boy is into Pinocchio so uh yeah we play I got no strength to hold me down 24 7 in my car okay let's do a couple of emails this one is from Lauren uh she writes I've got to tell you about our epic fail of a family camping trip this summer After feeling cooped up from a long quarantine with four kids, my husband and I decided to take everyone for a long weekend camping. We figured that we could be socially distant and enjoy a change in scenery. We piled into our minivan, car packed floor to ceiling, front to back with a hard shell X cargo on the roof. There was our fair share of typical parenting stress, including are we there yet? And I have to poop always. For some reason, the minute children get inside of the car is when they have to go to the bathroom. It's fantastic. At long last, we arrived at the campsite just before it got dark to settle in for a nice break from the routine. I started to unpack while my husband started building the tents when, as you could have predicted, the skies opened up and a rainstorm completely soaked everything. With our sanity barely intact, uh, we all sat in the car waiting for the rainstorm to pass. I made the executive decision to forego a night in the woods and headed to the nearest respectable hotel for a hot shower and dry bed. Things were really looking up until we pulled into the parking garage, forgetting that we had the shell on the roof, which promptly came sliding down the front windshield of the minivan, spilling all of our clothing onto the parking garage floor. Regards, Lauren. Wow. That's a bad one. <laughs> the other day, uh, I was driving um, like the kiddos. Uh, my older boy takes tennis lessons. And I I put my racket on top of the roof of the car. And then I strap the boy in. And of course, I get to the, the tennis courts. And I get out. And the racket's still on the car. Thank God, though. Which goes to show I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> I got my Michelin Cross Climate twos on. That's why. All right, let's do one more email. This one's great. 
Hi, Christina. My name is Maureen, and I need to tell you about an incident I had in the car with my two children last week. We had been out for a few hours, running a few errands, so as we were getting close to home, I decided to grab smoothies for the kids from Starbucks as a treat and a coffee to keep me going. After I went through the drive through I came around the backside of the strip mall to avoid a traffic light when a raccoon <gasps> popped out from behind a dumpster, scaring the crap out of me. I slammed on the brakes, avoided running it over, good thing, as it had some little raccoons in tow all, and came to a screeching halt. In the process, my three-year-old lost the first bit of his smoothie to the back of my headrest. <laughs> Amused by my frustration and despair with, with despair with pineapple coconut green smoothie exiting his cup for the next 10 minutes, anytime we came to a stop sign or red light, he proceeded to fling the smoothie out of his cup and all over the back of the car. Great. By the time I pulled into the driveway, there was more smoothie on my one-year-old sitting beside him than there was in the 16-ounce cup. Some days, you just can't win. Thanks for the podcast. Uh, keep them high and tight, Mo. Well, that's a good one, man. That is so uh, accurate, right? The only thing more fun than getting something for your kid to drink is for them to spill it uh, all over the back of your car. We're we're getting um, I uh, one of those called chocolate milks now for the kids, and they love uh, spilling them because Juju did it as an accident, and now they do it for real. So that's good. Well, that was fun. Uh, you guys submit your, uh, your your horror stories of driving with kids. This is sponsored by Michelin, Michelin Cross Climate 2 Tires. Uh, send them to where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Okay, let's get back to Susan Pinsky. Let's do some follow-ups from the last couple episodes. Have you ever tried a, uh, a menstrual cup? No, disgusting. Same. Forget it. I'm Somebody sent me an it. email the other day and um, asked if I think it was for you guys, but I end up with most of your emails. Like, <laughs> you know, I masturbated too much. What do I do, Doctor Drew? <laughs> um, but this one was like, I dropped my menstrual cup into the toilet. What do I do? Do I bleach it? Do I do I clean it? I go, you want to do this on the show? And he goes, he goes, well, you could probably. It's your toilet, right? You know, I mean, I'm like, yeah. oh, Drew, soap and water. Right? I know. I got a question like that the other day. Well, anyways, he said, use soap and water. Yeah, gross. Okay, I don't want to even read this one. I'm gonna throw up. Okay, gender reveal parties. Did you do that back oh, in your day? No, that was not a thing when I was. No, um, and setting the kid. Like, California on fire was a really bad idea and that had to be a man who did that wait what way the fire that started in the bobcat fire was a gender reveal party by somebody who used pyrotechnics in the and I, it had to be a guy, right? <laughs> and it was probably a boy, right? Oh, right, I never Like, know. a woman a wouldn't boy. think of that and then no. set the world. Py- no, no woman is like pyrotechnics yeah, and gender reveal. Yeah, let's do, yeah, let's so set the, the hillside on fire. They're going to be up for murder if somebody oh. dies. So, um, yeah, don't do the gender reveal parties. I think, parties. personally, look, I understand why people are excited. It's, they, you know, because... You, Listen, you have this baby and you're, just, party, you're just so excited to have some somebody inside of you and every morsel of information you get about your baby inside yes. of you is really exciting. exciting yeah yeah so i understand the inclination but they do get a little ridiculous no, i mean listen it's it's if it's your first baby especially people get so excited and yeah. baby showers like i had two baby showers and i had to have them early like at 21 weeks and it was so hot that day and there were <laughs> there were like I don't know, there were 50 people there and I had to open up, you know, three times 50 gifts and no air conditioning. And I was great. And I was like, ah, you know, so I have like aversion therapy to 
towards any kind of pregnancy, any kind of parties about pregnancy? I didn't anybody? have one. Not one. I didn't do on any of them. No, they no had to measure party. me and everybody oh, had to no. guess with the no. toilet paper. Oh, fuck all that. I didn't do any of that. I just had a dinner with our friends. I was like, yeah, you guys, I'm huge. Okay, I, <laughs> I have three kids in me. I might be 28 weeks pregnant, but yeah, I'm see. enormous. So 27-year-old millennial here to say that I think gender reveal parties are 100% asinine. So I put a call out to you guys. Let me know, you younger listeners. Well, if I'm out of line to think that these gender reveals are, you know, kind of silly and wacky and are we doing them? It's one thing to just make posts about on social media. Well, when you make the significant others show up, like it's a bunch of men and women, like at a party, they're like, we have to go to a what party? Like a gender reveal party? And there's a cake and... It's silly. But then this person wrote in... And nobody can drink because she's pregnant. This person wrote in (laughs) saying that gender reveal parties... um, are you know harmful to people that are transgender later in life and that it's like you're because what if you're not that right and then you're kind of like forcing that kid to be in one thing already or maybe you're gonna oh here's the pictures of you when you were a girl (laughs) i don't know (laughs) so your boy what no that makes sense that would be yeah i listen i am too old for that we didn't do that in my day no it's a little too complicated and i i would it's cute it's fun if your friend wants to have a party for you but so this person writes wow what an article this got me thinking does this mean we have to start naming our children with gender neutral names as to not assume their gender from birth should we just say fuck it and say every name is already gender neutral oh that's interesting piss on me beat me stephanie t she makes a really good point so but the point being like okay if you're if you're kind of forcing these gender norms on kids by giving them gender reveal and naming them sally or timmy should we just make all names neutral so that they can choose their name later like is that harming if you feel like you might have a genetic ability to have a child who's got gender might be gender you know tend to be that i i think that you know my kids were all basically what they were yeah you know we didn't give them toys until they were about a year old or whatever yeah and we just let them loose in a toy store and they went right to the thing the designated you know and sometimes the the girl will go to the tracks good chance they could be gay or whatever and the boys will go to the pink pot and you just let it happen but um yeah maybe i mean that's an idea like paulina would i could have called her polly polly yeah paul polly and jordan has a gender jordan's neutral neutral. yeah douglas we would have had to work on that he could have been drew douglas yeah because then drew's kind of a boy and a girl drew's androgynous instead he's douglas drew they have gender names they have names well paulina is a female name but um but they could have you could have just called her paul a lot of her friends call her paul no it's so it's all interesting i'm curious to see or change your name whatever how this generation navigates the gender stuff and what it's gonna look like i don't want them to start too young i want them to wait until they're in their their teens like 18 and they need to not the parents need to not sign off on it until they know that they're adults it's sort of like when paulina wanted to get a tattoo when she was like 18 or whatever i said wait till you're 
25 to 30 because then you'll know what you want you might get something on you now you're going to oh, regret yeah. later of course and don't you know don't make all your decisions you know now some people you really know and they may need help to get out of their body at a certain age but you would really know you know yeah i think some people really know but i i, I think that's the the logical consensus is like just pump the brakes on anything chemical that we're going to do to you right. or operate on you until you're an adult we had a we had a psychobiologist on, know, our, on our um on our our neurobiologist neuropsychologist sorry on our show who wrote a book about it um doctors yes i heard her so, yes she's great she she really she really um took it apart she's not a doctor now she's a journalist so she can say what she wants but she keeps getting canceled and in trouble she gets canceled but, yeah. but she was really it was interesting because she talked about all these things and how it's better to wait and to you know it's the the kids will go where they're supposed to go but just wait till they're older and till they're you know more settled everybody wants oh and then also something about young girls seeing porn and how that affects them and they don't want to be treated like that so then they decide they decide they want to be lesbians because they don't want men to oh, right. have anal sex like that with right. them and whatever well, she talked about um people some some people who have sexual trauma might lean lesbian little girls particularly yes. might become lesbian for a time until that trauma is dealt with and that's not to say that every lesbian nee, 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 nee. i'm just saying this is what the, the scientific study right. said no that's her evidence showed. it's very it's not one size fits all so yeah. but i also worry about like the younger girls that you know like a boy and a girl get together on a play date like um like my son Jordan had a friend who went they want he wanted to play date with a girl when he when he was in preschool and the father was kind of concerned about it right preschool yes okay. and um and then my daughter did too but we knew that that little boy was gay I don't know if she's gay but um but if you have it's okay it's not okay to let little boys and girls hang out together but two little girls together are okay mm. but if one of them has been traumatized and they we you don't know what's going on you should watch everybody you know yeah. make sure your your daughters and their best friends aren't getting into sexual stuff too soon you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like that's it can happen with any gender is what you're saying. yeah you have to keep All an eye on them at until they're you know 18 or oh, whatever gosh. trust me it's not it's a lot of work but but it doesn't it's like the norms are out there there's pick like, girls are seeing that it's okay to be attracted to your girlfriend you yeah. know and in our day that was like not okay you know yeah so I mean, it's 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 just such a you. I don't envy what you have to go through, because you have to just be on top of it and accept your child however they are, but just don't go out and get them a new pair of breasts when they're fourteen. I know, it's super weird. You know, just man. because they think they're going to be a woman. You don't know shit until you're an adult, homie. No, you have to wait. Don't know. You have to wait. And one other, we had an ice skating team, uh, national rank. You know theater on ice team and one of the girls was clearly you know gay or whatever but she looked like a boy like you could just tell she was stocky when she 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 changed and she looks great now I mean totally fitting into yeah. as a male you know yeah. what I mean I saw it happen and um but then we were like well should she be lifting all these little girls on the ice is that gonna be not. weird like <laughs> like oh, is right. it, you've got like she's now she's a dude a boy. yeah <laughs> and we have to well. like make sure that you know she knows that she's 
you know what I mean? It was just like a question. Well, there's all kinds of questions. So when someone transitions, let's say male to female, should she be allowed to play against other women like right. in UFC or something? Exactly. There's always these debates of like, because well, that girl could kill, potentially <laughs> literally kill the other players. So there's all these, you know, morality and ethical whatever questions that are going to kind of filter out over the next few years. We'll see. Yeah. You know, you can't stop human from evolving and, and changing girls are, and this is just part of it there's like now with the whole tiktok thing everybody's like all sexy and they're doing their thing not on my feet that whole cuties watch my oh i know i haven't seen cuties yeah yet. well i'm that. not gonna watch it but I, I it made me remember when paulina was in figure skating and we'd be at the i you know this the christmas bonanza special and somebody come out and do santa baby i a, hate santa in baby. a sexy outfit I and hate santa they baby. were like 11 or something and somebody was like everybody's like <gasps> maybe she shouldn't do that song. It's too soon. You know, like it's a little too sexy, a little too provocative. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's gross. Like as parents, we have to go, oh, that's not, not going to fly. Like my daughter would pick a song and then I go, no, that's too adult. You know, you're you're nine. You can't do that one. You know, you can't. Well, it's, I, it's, it's about blowjobs. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I see the girls. I know you like the song, honey, but you can't you can't, you can't do WAP. Yeah. <laughs> I think because um, I see these girls in my in our neighborhood, these teenage girls, and um, they're wearing like the crop tops and the Lululemon pants. And these are babies. I'm saying like 12, 13 year olds. And, you know, the dude driving by maybe doesn't know that she's that young I know. I know she's that young because i was once that young and you're like who the for the fuck are these parents i'm like <laughs> i want to throw a sweatshirt on I know, them I know. or they walk around in these tiny little shorts with their cooches oh, hanging that's out that's the new thing now yeah the Short tiny shorts. shorts and i'm like i'm oh. glad they weren't around when paulina was little you can see your cooch i know there were girls that were like more like that uh, in the ice ring and they they end up working in that industry a little bit more later like it it ended up you know it it moved to the next level but they're happy their parents were okay with it and you know you but i, don't know. I wasn't okay with that with paulina Fuck that. i do know no that way, we it's like a cult though you're you're like in a cult you're kind of following around and doing right. what being everybody's a teenage girl you, no being in these groups these dance groups and oh these, right i i gotta watch that documentary because someone asked me to, about it what my opinion was it's I'm just like, well, a, I didn't see you're in yet. a cult because you get sucked in and you, the parents are so competitive and they all hated me because i was a and i was like, watching it yes <laughs> well thank you so much for joining i have to wrap i have to go home and have dinner with my kids and make say, dinner no no have dinner who's I'm, making dinner maybe tom i don't know we'll see really well he's picking something up today just joking. i think my nanny probably made oh, some chicken he's, okay. he hasn't cooked in years we talked hilarious uh, but so what do we learn we you learned, can cook steak that's good we, we have learned, steak every day that's amazing that's what men heterosexual men that's all they want steak bacon oh, well he's sandwich. on that carnivore freaking diet i know i know now my son's on it too and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. well he looks great you look great you i think i'm gonna go out by myself to a bar and that's what's up homie go get, go get ripped <laughs> take your take your uvas though uh we learned foot rubs on this very important episode yes, we you. i'm gonna let you go I'm we sorry. learned no, no, i gotta like go my, my. we learned um that you must aggressively milk your husband after the prostate surgery yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you might get him well you have to blood. be supportive you have to be supportive you have to keep your body in shape yes and you have to piss off every now and then well you have to be alone every now and then yeah alone I yeah. need some space, yeah. but I don't know if I'm going to get it anytime soon. So I'll call you when I start. Call me out. when. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Is there anything you want to plug? 
Uh, well, you know, I produce several shows, the Ask Dr. Drew, which is a call-in show mm -hmm. where we have semi-celebrities. We're working on some A-listers, if okay. you know any. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Also, yes, we do want you huh. back. And I'm then also, um, we are also doing Dose of Dr. Drew, which is my production. We're, we're speaking with more doctors and, Great. and professionals and whoever can, wants to come on, um, and then that's like three or four days a week. These are all live stream shows that we do. And they're also, the links are available on drdrew.com. And then there's my show, Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, which I'm bringing up around October because it is Ooh, Halloween time. My favorite time of so year. So we're gonna do, we're gonna do some call-ins. So if anyone wants to call in and get a psychic reading, they can do awesome. that. Just, you can find that information. Um, I'm probably gonna do it on, the next one's on Wednesday. I don't know when this is gonna and go And where up, can but. people see that show? Uh, well, you can probably find the link on, go to my Twitter and my Instagram, because I usually post it there, but that's at First Lady of Love. Okay. And I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I promote it anywhere, really. I just you do it. You need a website, Squarespace. Yeah. Use my promo code, WMMA, and get 20% off on the purchase. I have a domain. website, but I haven't updated in a while, because oh. we do these live stream shows now. Sure. And they're on YouTube.com slash Dr. Drew. So that's sort of our thing now. So check all that out. Uh, give your husband a beach and <laughs> until next time stay cool moms and thank you for being here I adore you I just love you so much thank, thank you, you I love you too you're the best thanks for having where my moms, me where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's wearing thongs hitting bongs at raising kids cleaning shits need a long nap where my mom's where my mom's where my mom's at where my mom's at